Hello. The mics are Christ. on. Come on. <laughs> I got to do I got to do the thing. Okay. Ready? 1 2 Hello. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Soupbox, the podcast where we give people a soapbox to talk about their favorite kinds of soup. And by soup, I mean games. I'm your host, Tyron Batten. And I am Trice Batten. I don't think the intro really makes any sense right now. What do you mean? I'm the only person you've ever brought here to talk well, about soup. I plan to have guests. By soup, you mean games. I pl- well, I plan to have guests. Who? I, just, I don't know yet. I haven't gotten around to it. Fine. I'm busy. It's it's. I'm busy right now. I don't have... Uh, you're here, so... <laughs> yeah, I'm always here. I have nothing going on, so you're like, oh, like, grab this guy. Yeah, exactly. You're always around. and So when you do get a guest, are you kicking me off? Is that uh, it? Depends you, on what we'll be talking a, about. You get a cool new guest, and you're like, well, this guy's gone. If we talk, if if we're like talking about like Red Dead Redemption Two or something, we'll pro- I probably well, I don't know if I'll keep you around. I could talk about it for the first five minutes. <laughs> yeah, you could talk about the you know getting a horse. I could talk about <laughs> killing a horse. Yeah, like jumping on. Did you ever get on a train? I got on a train. I did a train heist. You did. Yeah, I did that. Uh, I can talk about my horse being dumb and running onto train tracks as I was robbing a. So you had the ha- did you lose a horse to that as well? Yeah, it was pretty annoying. Yeah, because I put a I tied up a guy and put him on the train tracks, and then he got out and left. And he, like he cut out, like he cut got out, out of his ropes. ropes and ran away. But and then all of a sudden, I when that happened i was like oh well so i whistled for my horse and all of a sudden in the corner it's like oh your horse is dead you can't whistle for it anymore oh i know and i looked behind me and it was dead on the train tracks did you name that horse i probably named it like three (laughs) oh yeah you name all your horses numbers yeah in in breath of the wild i named them all uh two three four five six eight all the way up and i left one so when i found my favorite horse i would name it one Mm mm-hmm that's great. Um, Tris, I have some news. <laughs> I don't Ooh. I don't have a huge plan for this episode. Okay. Except for our big topic, which I'll talk to you about in a bit. But what you been playing, Trice? What you been playing, Trice? I've been playing Smash Bros. Smash Brothers. Interesting. What do you think <laughs> about Smash Brothers? Oh, Smash Bros. You're one of those guys, huh? <laughs> Hmm. Do you enjoy the the whole smash the smashing of the brothers? Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> My well, goodness, so do you. Why are you doing that? Like <laughs> you haven't been playing Smash Bros. No, I've been enjoying it. Uh, we just got. Piranha Plant, finally. I love Piranha Plant so much. He's actually like my favorite character. Yeah, so he's so good. If you didn't know, they the they just added. You can get new characters for the new Smash Brothers, and we just got Piranha Plant, which is for pretty awesome free. for free because we bought the game. Can you still? It's over now. Right? No, it, it was the thirty first. Yeah, till January thirty first. If you had bought the game, you could register your game and get it uh, yeah. for free when it came out. Um, but Piranha Plant's pretty awesome. I honestly, he's one of the most fun. So, I love Duck Hunt. Yeah. Mainly because his can. I love just, like, goofing around. 
I'm not that competitive of a Smash player. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been trying to get items, like, continue to play with items with people because I find items really stupid and fun. Yeah. Like, I'll play legit with people if they want to, and it's still a crazy fun game. No matter mm. how you play it, it's hard to make Smash Bros. boring. Yeah. I think my ideal, like, for fun way to play is no items but with uh, Smash Meter on. Yeah, Smash Meter is great. Smash Meter is really fun. It's one of those things that every other game, every other fighting game that had special moves had always done before, mm-hmm. and I always commended Smash Bros for doing something different and being with like, the ball. Ooh, there's a ball and there's it's a got ball the, you got to break. Oh, that's so cool! But then you actually get Smash Meter and you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> I never <laughs> want to use the Smash Ball ever <laughs> yeah, again. <it's> so good. <laughs> I still like it if you put, like, no items on and then Smash Ball on really, really low and no Smash Meter. Mm-hmm. That can be intense. It makes the ball the most amazing thing. Yeah. That's all you want. Yeah. And the fact that you can punch somebody and they make them lose the Smash totally. Ball. Totally. And you can grab it. Is the, is yeah, the- that is one thing that's lost with the Smash Meter because you yeah. can't knock it out of them you can kill them and they lose it yeah but, but basically if they have a smash if they have a smash all powered up they're pretty much gonna use it and probably gonna get at least one kill from it yeah yeah exactly that kind of it kind of makes the the smash moves way more powerful mm-hmm. but it makes them kind of lose their like rareness right which so, is cool so yeah uh Petey Piranha has a pretty good smash, uh, final smash. Yeah. Petey well, Piranha. he is Petey Piranha. Yeah, so Piranha... Pl- does he turn into... No, he doesn't turn into Petey Piranha. Petey it's, Piranha shows he up, He shows right? up behind him as his, like, yeah. astral projection. Yeah, which is really cool because it's the the Petey Piranha from Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Yeah, it's from Subspace where he's got the he's got the little cages and then he can lock... He can lock two people in the cages and pretty much get a definite kill. Yeah, and just then, like in subspace when PD had Peach and Zelda locked in the cages, you can yeah. lock up your enemies. It's it's it. I just love I love all the callbacks because yeah, they've this been game, doing that way more. Yeah, for for Smash Ultimate, there's so many like random callbacks to previous games, especially subspace, like yeah. with one of the bosses also being uh, I can't remember his name right now. Gallium? Gallium, that's right. Gal- is that it? I think so. I Gallium. Think something like that. Galomio. <laughs> Galomio, I think, is right. Yeah, so exactly. So when you fight Pinocchio, though, he's actually got the subspace. Yeah, he's got the subspace on his chest. Yeah, and, like, um, fighting all the different spirits and stuff. And, and like and uh, the callback to Melee where uh, in Yoshi's Final Smash. Yes. It's awesome. Yoshi's that's, final that's smash favorite. is so is like good. calling a herd of Yoshi's now, which is just like in in the melee it's intro. The intro, yeah, it's so great. They just so many little things that uh, if you know Smash and have played all the different Smash games, you will you know instantly recognize it. This kind of this kind of stuff scares me though. Like whenever I see oh Smash Brothers Ultimate and it's got all the callbacks to the other games mm-hmm. and it's got dlc coming and stuff it always makes me think oh is this the last one totally which doesn't make any sense it's i don't think well because i've had a couple different ideas of what they're gonna do next because basically since brawl everybody's been saying brawl to end them all and then smash 4 everyone was like oh they quit doing uh 
they stopped doing a, 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 a subtitle, so it must be right. the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sakurai always says it's his last one. Yeah, Sakurai always want, is like, I don't think I'm going to do another one. I don't know if he said it for Ultimate, but everyone just feels it because well, he, he, he's like... The last direct was like, when will I ever get a break? He, yeah, he literally said in the Smash Bros. Direct... I don't think I'll ever get a break. <laughs> yeah. But then he he did. Did you see the press release type thing about um Persona 5? <clears throat> yes. It was about maybe. Him, him talking about like Joker being in the new Smash and just saying how much he liked Persona 5 and he made like a point at the beginning of the little interview that was like I've had a good break. I oh, got yeah? to catch up on sleep. I only. I work, don't think I saw that. I part. only work work uh, weekdays now. <laughs> like he he did a because he would have been working like eighty hour work weeks or something like yeah. that, right? He did a little spiel, just being like, "Guys, I'm all right." Yeah, guys, it's all good. He's <laughs> doing fine. He had a little vacation. Let his team take care of it for yeah. a bit. I've yeah. also been playing Downwell. Downwell, what's that? Downwell's been out for a while. It's on Steam and it's even on um, Android and stuff. But it's a, it's just a, it's an endless um, roguelike mm-hmm. where you just, it, this one's different where you actually just keep going down. That's all it is. So you've got these only one button and moving. What's so the one button do? The one button jumps. And then if you're already in the air, it shoots downwards. Okay. And there's enemies below you because you're moving downward. Cool. And, um... It's surprisingly hard. The reason okay. I'm saying surprisingly is because you can not only shoot the enemies below you, but you can jump on them. Mm-hmm. And you think because a game where you're just constantly going down, that would make it really easy. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, well, I can just land on the enemies. Why do I even bother? Right. Right? But it's really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And But it's super fun. Yeah. It's one of those games where it's just everything works right and it feels good does it like is it like level based or is it like just one like well that you're going down it's level based Uh uh-huh so you do three in one type of world with certain type enemies and then three levels in a different world different enemies Mm -hmm. it's all still in this downward well and is there any like uh, character progression like do you gain any abilities or anything like that yeah obviously they're d- done when you die but you get you gain power ups after every level or if you go to the shop or if you just uh, there's little sections that will have unlockable weapons and stuff like that mm-hmm. and so it's really good they have a thing where you can unlock different palettes so the game is only three bit like three colors okay and it's uh, what is it? White, black, red. White, black, red, and okay. it it looks really good. But uh, you can have different palette changes mm-hmm. that change it. So the first few you get is just the white and black stay the same, but then the reds change to green to blue. Yeah. But then there's like cool ones where my favorite, the one I'm pretty much using only right now, is pastel. Oh. So it's like a sky blue replaces the black, mm-hmm. and then a like pastel pink replaces cool. the red and it just feels really good is it still like pixely yeah okay sounds cool it's it's really it's really nice i love palette changes yeah 
You remember in uh, Kirby Squeak Squad when yes. that was one of the things you could unlock was these little sp- you could find little spray paint cans and yeah, just different levels, colored Kirby's, and it would just change them. That was a good idea. Yeah, it looked great <laughs> <laughs> because you could also they would also change what your powers looked like. Right, like it would look really cool to be a fire Kirby, but with a certain palette. Right, I like palette changes. Yeah, yeah, dude. I I don't know. Palettes are cool. They're doing all these different skins for different characters in games. Mm-hmm. Why not just do a palette change? It yeah. makes like it's so low effort, mm-hmm. and it makes that much of a difference. Yeah, dude. I'm all for it. So another game we've been playing is a game with a lot of uh, costumes and, <laughs> and palette changes and and uh, you know cosmetic uh, different uh, things you can unlock and buy. Trend savvy? No, <laughs> not quite. Oh. Uh, we tried a little game. Uh, I tried it yesterday. You played it today a little bit. Uh, it's called Apex Legends. Oh yeah, Trace. Apex Legends. I've played it for literally two matches. Heard a little kid say the N-word at me. <laughs> turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, it's one of those games. It's a uh, it's a first-person shooter battle royale game yeah. uh, from the people who made Titanfall, who are also, uh, like, the people who made Titanfall are a lot of different veterans from Call of Duty and stuff. Uh, and it's really, like, I want to, like, the controls are really good. Like, it feels... Like, it's the best for me. So, like, I don't play that many first-person shooters, but it's one of the best, like, feeling competitive shooters I've already ever played, I think. Just the, like, fluidity of it and, like, all the different um, kind of intuitive abilities you have. Like, I feel like it came really easy to figure out, like, sliding and and uh, using your powers. And I, I know you have only played, like, two matches, but... Well, from what... The very little I've played, it kind of got me annoyed because there's because you're right. There's like cool power ups and stuff you can use, Mm -hmm. but it's a battle royale game, which means you barely see anybody for the first long time. Right. Right. And then when you see somebody, it's like five seconds and then one of you is dead and then you don't see anybody for a while. Right. Like it may I played. I've also very, very, very scarcely played. Is that the right word? Very l- little have I played of Overwatch. Okay. But I haven't played at all. But Overwatch has got like all these cool power-ups, but you're in such a small space and there's right. a few of you and you respawn over and, and Yeah, over. and it's your so normal. So the action's always there. and Normal so, deathmatch where you respawn after yeah, every kill. So it was just like it made me feel like I was – playing overwatch but i didn't have all the cool action that was in front of me right yeah like like within within a few games within the first game that i played of overwatch Mm -hmm. i could kind of figure out how to play tracer and i was like i was doing all the weird stuff and doing the rewind move and all this junk and i got a kill a kill good job but you know how long it takes to get a kill in, like, any Battle Royale game? Yeah. It takes, like, five games, and that could be, like, up to two hours. Right. And so well, I just don't like Battle Royale games in general. Well, for me, the way I've learned to enjoy Battle Royales, um, this includes, like, Fortnite as well. Like, what I do is I just land immediately or 
where I see people are going to land and then fight my way through. Because then if you lose, it's over and you can start a new one. But if you win, you feel really good and you actually like learn to kill because you're going where the enemies are going to be. And so you have to fight it out or you don't have another option. Well, I really... The only time I've played Fortnite was with friends, and with friends, Fortnite's fun. For I yeah, getting I was gonna a, say that a shopping cart and being an idiot and just driving around and yeah. shooting people. I was gonna say like I haven't been able to play this. Like I'm trying to get a couple of friends to play it yeah. with me because I think it'll be way more fun if yeah, you can get a three-person squad for this game. Playing Fortnite alone sucks. It's not fun. I don't like, know. It's why it's. It, if you care enough Stressful. to get good, maybe it's useful because you want to, like, you know, you don't have to, like, help each other. Like, you can just focus on figuring out how to learn, prop like, get good at shooting and stuff. Um, but, like, yeah, it's way more fun when you can goof off with friends and, like, you're not that. Like, yeah. if you'll... Because with friends, it's like you're just having fun chatting and, like, going from yeah, one thing to the next. Even if you are going, like, all out and trying to win with your friends... Mm. almost always it's still fun if yeah. you lose it's yeah. still like ah man we lost oh well because you can get right back into it if you're, too. if you're trying as hard as you can alone and mm. then you die you just kind of like Ugh. yeah well also about so fun what i like a little more about uh apex versus uh fortnite is that if you're down in fortnite and like you, you have a little bit of time to for them to revive you. But if they, if the enemy shoots you again, you're dead mm-hmm. and you're done. But with Apex, um, you actually have another chance to get back in the game because when you die, you leave behind a banner that your teammates can grab and take to a respawn point. And so you're much less. Uh, there's less incentive for you to drop out of the game if you if you lose because you can still have a chance to come back. And I actually did like stick out for a very long time and won one game i won like my team was the champions uh of the match really yeah i told you this it was my second time it was my second game (laughs) and i just i just stuck it out like i died kind of early but my two teammates were like i assume friends and we're playing together uh and like I, i i i could hear them talking and so they're they're like they know what they're doing and and we're like all right, Tybat, uh, we're going to get you back in here. And then I I didn't realize, because I hadn't had it happen before, that I could come back in. So as soon as I was back in, I was like, oh, uh, they thought I was gone because I wasn't moving. And then, But it's just because I put the controller down and was watching them play. And then I came back and I we had I didn't get any kills. I didn't kill a single... I don't think... I don't know if I got damage on anyone. But you won? I, in fact, I think I... I at one point, I act, was shooting my teammate because I thought he was an enemy because <laughs> it was well, only my good. second match. I didn't understand what was happening. Did you have 12-year-olds yelling racial slurs at I did you? not. That was a unique experience for you. I was... Wow. I heard... Uh, so on my first game to introduce me to the series, <laughs> this guy just calls me all sorts of things and racial slurs. He said you were autistic because uh, yeah. because you dropped... In well, the wrong place. Yeah, because I, I didn't want to go where he was going, so I jumped off in the wrong place. And he, oh, he got so self righteous too, and he was all like, "Did I tell you to go there? What did I tell you to go? No." <laughs> and it just all the racial slurs, and then I had to figure out how to, yeah, change the mute him. Yeah, 
That's not good. It's don't, not good. Don't do that. Uh, Xbox Live? It, it was PlayStation. I know, but <laughs> whenever I think of 12-year-olds yelling racial slurs, I think of Xbox Live. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. Uh, I think the game would be really fun if I can get a group of two other friends to play with me. Yeah. Like, it just has so many uh, ease of access features, like so many things that make it easy to get into do you notice there's no uh pre-game lobby there's no like uh like it, it i don't know if that makes it faster or if it just feels faster but you don't have to like wait for everyone to join the game but before it starts it just starts like the game just goes and and i don't know there's just so many like steps that make it easier to get into like and I like there's so many cool visual stuff like the choosing the character at the beginning is kind of cool like everybody has their oh yeah that is kind of cool so there's eight characters and eight then... characters two that you can either pay for or eventually unlock uh and six that you start with and we're both playing as Pathfinder the robot uh he's got a grappling he's got like, a grappling why wouldn't hook. you choose him? and he's and he's a robot and he's a robot <laughs> he's the only robot in oh the game. my goodness it's from the people who made titanfall and there's no titans in the game so so you're gonna play be the robot, the robot that <laughs> plays be the robot that plays like titanfall uh, yeah because in their grappling hook in titanfall it's from what i understand there is um yeah i want to get good with the grappling hook because people are like complaining that he's not good enough i want to get good with him <laughs> uh yeah i think he'll be really fun there's some other cool characters there's one that can like make a uh a portal like that you can place in two places and yeah, then I go didn't, through i didn't get that i ran up to two people and uh, and had no idea what my special power was so i used it right in front of them and i've just placed two portals like three feet from each other <laughs> yeah so so that's cool yeah i think it'll be yeah, I want the I want my teammates to get good with two other people. I don't. I'm gonna tell them not to play Pathfinder <laughs> because so that that's gonna can. be mine. Yeah, I just yeah. The, I don't know. I just I like the idea of maining Pathfinder with a grappling hook, dude. Hey, you can grappling people too. You can uh, grab onto your enemy with the grappling hook. And then what? Do you pull them towards you or you towards them? I think a little bit of both. I don't actually know. I haven't really done it i like only just learned that you can um but it it you're gonna the like what you want to do is you're gonna like jump from up high grappling hook down to someone and then have a shotgun ready to just blow them up as soon as you get close yeah yeah that sounds like bullet storm to me does I, it? I love bullet storm yeah not many people like bullet storm but I really liked Bullet Storm. Why do you like Bullet Storm, Trace? Because it's stupid. Because it's stupid. Because I don't really like first-person shooters at all, and this game encourages you not to use your gun. Yeah. Like, it really, really encourages you to use your grappling hook and kick. And totally. And do sliding kicks and impale people on spikes nearby. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, it made it really fun. And mm -hmm. I can still... And if you use your gun, but use it in cool ways, it encourages that. So, like, you grappling hook towards you and then kick them away from you and mm -hmm. then shoot them in the head while they're flying away from you. Right. You get, like, bonus points and stuff. Yeah. And it feels really good. Yeah. So, like, this game is kind of, like, filling a, an, a, like, want that I've had with the kind of the battle royale genre. Like... 
Fortnite has been around a bit yeah. and like got into it when it came out on switch because you know it's free and now on my switch and i'm gonna try it at least yeah and played it for a few weeks to like a month maybe and did have a lot of fun when i was playing with like uh three two to three friends and like just you know messing around getting shopping carts uh winning one or two times like not like not like doing great but like every once in a while you get close to the end and you're like okay we got this guys let's do this we're gonna try and get to the end and then i think i did at one point i don't remember it because what because it's always the like not when you're trying that you win (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's never when you try to win that you get to the end i don't think i ever won the only times i played it was with this one guy who played it on his phone mm-hmm. and then if you you can play phone and console together yeah so when he was playing on his phone and i would say oh yeah come play with me on switch mm-hmm. then we'd play together and then he would be against a bunch of people on console yeah and he hated it so he stopped playing with me yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was he was my friend supposedly yeah but as soon as he started losing because he was playing with people on console he just was like i can't i can't play with you anymore yeah and so we never played again oh i know that's sad and instead i played zelda and had more fun than yeah when probably I was playing fortnite. <laughs> yeah so like ever since i got fortnite i was like i want this experience but i don't want two things i don't like the whole like fortnite style like it's not bad it just feels kind of bland to me like it's simple like it gets it's a mass appeal like anyone will understand and like get into it like it works for kids it works for adults and it's cool i guess but like there's no like brand to it to me like it there's no like characters there's no i mean there is but you have to be really, really into it the, to know. The, but, like, the main character of the game is default skin trace. That's <laughs> true. That's the character that everyone knows because most people don't pay any money for it. Yep. Default <laughs> skin. That's my that's my favorite protagonist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, Apex is doing something cooler because it has, like, the hero style of of overwatch where everyone can be a different character and like there's like voice acting which is different and like the ping system is very cool and allows you to totally um communicate to your teammates what you're trying to do i don't know if how much you saw of it but like yeah r1 is like the it's the easiest thing in the world if you want to let your teammate know where something is you just look at it and press r1 i mean ping ping system's happened before though i'm pretty sure fortnite has it no not in the same way it has the way waypoint on the map but not like individualized to items and stuff something something else has ping it's not apex didn't invent it i'm almost sure it it i it, it's not used in any of the major battle royale games so it doesn't really matter if it's been made before because All it right. hasn't maybe it's in titanfall that's totally possible that maybe. titanfall does it but it 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 just makes it so easy for squads to like communicate with each other even without headphones like yeah. you just kind of have this nonverbal like hey there's the thing that you need or whatever like uh it's it is also helpful when you they there are you are chatting cuz i i didn't 
have a microphone when I was playing, but I could hear what my teammates were saying because they had microphones. And one was saying, uh, I need uh, shotgun ammo if anybody has some. And then I just saw some shotgun ammo on the ground. So I pressed R1, and then my character verbally says, shotgun ammo at this location. And then they, they, I heard them say in the voice chat, thanks. <laughs> this is great. It was the easiest <laughs> thing in the world. I didn't turn on a mic or anything. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about if if you keep it on like mute everyone, you don't have to worry about a bunch of twelve year olds ruining everything. Yeah, just ping. Yeah, and like uh, and the the other option is to press R one twice, and it tells them if there's an enemy. Like if you double tap R one, your character will say, and a, a red a red like dot will appear on the map and on the screen. Uh, enemies at this location. And yeah. it's just the easiest thing in the world to like. And you can hold it, and it then out. there's, and then it brings up a wheel of like. Yeah, of very specific things you want to say. Yeah, it's really cool, and like, um, I feel like they could, you know, I think the thing it's missing is like, um, a way to communicate, like wants, like I need whatever, like, uh. Yeah, that would only be with chat. Yeah, that's hard to communicate with. Well, like I'm sure they can figure it out. It's missing more though, because I don't think they've had even one marshmallow concert within <laughs> it. You know? Yeah, that's right. So, right. so that's what Fortnite's got on. Yeah, it. I don't think they. There's no giant cubes. There's no giant cubes. There's no giant cubes. Um, there's, there's no. There's burgers, no rockets. Rockets. Actually, there's kind of. Have you seen the giant like? walking things in the background of the levels oh yeah the weird those like, things are so cool they're called uh i think they call them leviathans they're from titanfall they're um, called leviathans do they swim they're in water they're stepping on water oh they are yeah oh like we're walking over a big like ocean or whatever oh um but yeah they just look like these giant awesome monsters like they're in the tutorial level like yeah, yeah. you can just see them that's in the I distance you're like whoa that's cool <laughs> but you never get to interact with them do you see here's the thing this game is a week old and if they start doing some like cool fortnite stuff they've already said that there's going to be more than just the main map there's going to have more maps uh with more stuff to do wait how many maps are there now there's one there's oh. one main map Oh, okay. I'm saying that, like, they plan to introduce more maps later. Um, okay. And, like, uh, I think it'd be cool if they did the whole Fortnite thing where the maps change and, like, events happen in within them. And I feel like they're going to have some sort of a, like, overlying story more in the Overwatch sense of, like, this, like the stories in the back like background. Like, you don't actually have a camp do you have a camp you know there's no campaign in overwatch right it's just like comics and and other like short movies and stuff yeah, right I don't, I don't think there's a campaign there's it it's just a cool way of having a like story for your game without just you yeah. know having an explicit campaign where things happen this one is going to be hey here's a sh here's a cool short movie uh that you, we posted online introducing this brand new character who is a talking frog that can <laughs> shoot his tongue out to pull enemies towards him <laughs> like they could do cool stuff like that they're not i think it's a little more serious than the overwatch yeah. sense right if but, they started doing that though i would get back into it yeah exactly i would i would you know forget about that experience i had before and just be like whoa there's a talking frog in here 
Yeah. I've been playing Chrono Trigger. I like talking frogs. Yeah, exactly. I like them a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's free. Like, that would, like, yeah. yeah but Fortnite's free. And PUBG's the only one that you have to pay for, right? PUBG and the, like, new Call of Duty Battle Royale uh, Blackout is with the game. So you you do have to pay 60 bucks for that. But, like, there's some, like, there's something about this, like, very, like, I don't know. There's a, like, quality level that this game is reaching that I feel like Fortnite has in different ways. But this one just feels like a full multiplayer shooter that Fortnite isn't quite the same. No, yeah. It, like, just playing it for a little bit, I could tell that it was a quality game. Yeah. Like, and, like, I didn't like it, but I could tell that there was a lot of work put into it and it was, it's got some polish. As long as they, like, there's, there is the chance that they kind of go to loot box heavy or whatever. I don't know what their plans are. Because there is a loot box system. Um, like, you can get, like, uh, a loot box that gives you rare cosmetics and whatever. I don't, I don't care. But it's, cares? it's all cosmetics. It's all visual stuff, right? There's yeah. no, you can buy the characters, yes, but you can unlock them at some point, And they're not actually just necessary to play the game. Yeah. to beat the game or like win the game um like it it's it, it it's easy for me to go and be like hey man i want you want to play this game with me and they'll be like oh, i don't know i don't really i don't have money for games right now and i'll be like no it's free dude you can play this whole game and not have to pay any money and they're like what to be fair there's a lot of games like that right yes now. but this is fitting that battle royale niche that i'm looking for niche yeah, well, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, like I, I played Fortnite, and I was like, this is a cool kind of game that I would be interested in playing if you didn't have to, like, build stuff. <laughs> I just... Building I stuff is fun. Like, I just want the Battle Royale concept to not be a shooter. Okay. I just want there to be some... Oh, it's a freaking... Like, but what else? Yeah, what what do you get me a twisted metal battle royale? I do think there should be a car, I like some sort of vehicle battle royale game. Like, I think that'd be awesome. It'd be like crazy. A monster truck battle royale game would be yeah. awesome. Yeah, get nice. Monster Jam on the phone. There is this crappy, crappy. I have to look it up because it's so garbage. Uh, Steam game, and I'm pretty sure it's on the phone too. And it's just. It's just like online multiplayer driving around these cars, okay? Mm-hmm. Super crappy. But once you play through all these different levels of driving around the cars, you unlock a tank mode. Mm-hmm. And the way that the tank mode works is rather than you having HP, the tank um, shots are so powerful that they like bounce your your tank like oh up in the air. i do know this game so it works like smash bros almost is it 2d no 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 i'm sure it's a certain type of it's been done before but i found a weird like it's cheap and bad okay so i do not recommend it because it's <laughs> there's a lot of flaws in it but the core concept was so much fun yeah i have to look it up because it's so it's so stupid because you you can play as a giant tank and then all of a sudden get shot by a um get shot by a missile and rather than just taking some damage and like 
and like seeing some damage on your thing you're flying and spinning through the air yeah you have to like land and try not to slide off the edge if they made that but battle royale and it was just bonkers and there was or or one of the monkey ball mini games a monkey ball battle royale would be awesome it would be crazy i want to play that I'd yeah. love to play that. The ones where you. you get the little fist punchy things. I just think battle royale modes shouldn't be exclusive to sure. shooters. Sure. I, d- yeah, I agree. I think there would be some cool opportunities if they started exploring the battle royale games without sticking to shooters. But mm. of the shooter battle royale games I've played, I'm most excited about Apex because I want to get I want to try it with some friends and see if it'll actually be really fun. Yeah. Um Crash Drive 2 is the crappy game that's got the tank mode in it. Okay. And it's so crappy that Steam has to sell it uh by the pair. So by if you pair? so if you buy one, you get a gift to send it to somebody else. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right, Trace. We've been talking about some games, <laughs> but I need to move us into our big topic for today. Okay. I haven't told you what this topic is going to be about. Nope. Drum roll, please. Edit that in. I'm probably not going to. Okay. You want to do a fake one? Drum. Trace, we need to figure out what Bill Murray movies would make the best video games. Now you're talking. <laughs> now you are talking. So, but, so I let's think, get rid of Groundhog Day. Okay. Because but, it's too easy. Okay. But I we should mention Ghostbusters because there already are a few games. Um, I feel like that's also like, you know, it's a little like it's been done. It's There's like good Ghostbuster games apparently like for there's the PS3 and Xbox 360 um, Ghostbuster game. Is there a Telltale one? Is there? I don't, I don't know. think so. Uh, it has a visual style that looks like Telltale. Maybe that's yeah, why. That might be it. Um, it, but like, I from what I understand, it's like as close as you're gonna get to a a real Ghostbusters three. Like, it has the whole cast, and I don't know if it's their actual voices, but it sounds like them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and Ghostbusters. Uh, there's like good uh nintendo and super nintendo ghostbusters games as well like it's been done <laughs> my yeah. point is there's now a there's even a ghostbusters pokemon go ripoff now have you heard of that ghostbusters world no it's like that it's, sounds fun it's pokemon go but you're uh, you're zapping up ghosts and that sucking sounds, them in that sounds great yeah it's cool um so i got a couple other um ones we should probably talk about um garfield Oh, baby. Okay, I have to think of what happens. So there's two movies, one where he gets replaced for the royal cat and one where he... Replaced? That's the second one. That's the second one. Yes. He replaces the royal cat, and the first one he uh, is when they introduce Odie. Yep. But he yep. hates Odie. And, and so Odie he... runs away, so he goes to find him, but Odie's kidnapped by the by uh, cat food company? Stefan Tobolowski? Yes. Wow, that's the second. I just realized that's our second appearance of Stephen T- Tobolowski in a Bill Murray movie. Yeah, <laughs> he's oh, a yeah, Groundhog he Day is. too. He's a Groundhog Day. Um, 
He's also in Country Bears, so. Right. So uh, what does that have to do with it? Don't limit him, okay? <laughs> okay. He's an did artist. I, did I ever tell you that um, I asked Stefan Tell? Is, is it Tobolowski? I don't know. I Tolobowski. Tolobowski. Something like that. Toblerone. Toblerone. Stefan Toblerone. Um, did I ever tell you I asked him a question in a, a Reddit? Ask me anything, and he answered. What do you What do you say? I asked him about the country bears. What'd you ask? I asked him. Uh, was it weird? Um, what was your experience with the in the movie Country Bears? What What was it like working with those weird puppet things, weird puppet bear things? Uh, so if you don't know, Country Bears is this old Disney dude, movie in which there's dude, we don't weird need to explain bears. Country Anyways, Bears. Country Bears is a weird movie, but he answered my question and he was like, he just basically it was actually like a good answer. Like he was saying, uh. I was. I think he answered my question because it was so out there, and nobody was asking that kind nobody, of thing. Nobody asks about country bears. But he like starts by saying, "Country bears is one of the most amazing film experiences I've ever had working yes. in the industry." I love country bears. He's. I honestly really enjoy the movie Country Bears. He he explained to me that the people in the bear costumes were like some of the most impressive. Uh, people he's ever worked with because they could not see a thing outside of the bear mask there was no eye holes or anything i think it was the same as in like harry and the hendersons yeah with the sasquatch probably it's probably like very similar he yeah he explained that like not they couldn't see a thing and they learned their entire routine first with the mask off and then just did the whole thing from memory with the mask once they put the mask on and not only that, he also explained that they had two minutes of oxygen in the bear no costumes. Way. And that... I feel like you told me this before, but I do not remember that. He, yeah. That they had two minutes of oxygen, he so they said had that, to get through the scene fast or they and would they're die. And like, they're also like manually controlling the mouths and the eye movement. Really? I thought it uh, That might have been remote. Electron- that might have been yeah. remote. That might have been... But like he was explaining that like the... It was a woman in the the small bear. What I don't remember his name. Whatever the main. I think it's just Barry. Barry, yeah, that's right. Barry the bear. Uh, there's. It was a like a young woman in, or maybe it was a girl. It was probably like a young girl who was um in the costume and like had to learn how to like eat peas without being able to see anything and had to learn how to like jump on a skateboard and go forward without being able to see it. Oh my goodness! Like it was intense. So he basically said, and then he ends it by saying, "That woman today is Sandra Bullock." Maybe. (laughs) uh, I'm pretty sure not. I don't think the ages work out. But you know what? I never looked it up. Totally could be. Totally could be. (laughs) But uh, he also said at the end, like his last little thing was, uh, "In my experiences." I I've kind of learned that the more fun you're gonna have working on a movie usually means it's not gonna be successful. (laughs) And he said that this is that was one of the funnest experiences he had working on a movie. And to its uh it was unfortunate that it opened the same week as a Austin Powers movie. (laughs) (laughs) And so it didn't do well. But yeah. What a great week for movies. Austin Powers, the spy who goldfingered me. It was the last and then... one. Whatever the last one was called. 
Oh man, I'm so happy that you told me that. Yeah. If you haven't seen Country Bears, go see it. It's a great film. So anyway, we are totally off topic. And well, I got us off topic because I don't actually know that many Bill Murray movies. Okay, so I have a list of ones that I think are possible. So we talked about Garfield for a second. Let's get back on that. Garfield. There's tons of Garfield. There's tons games, of Garfield though. games, but is it a Gar? Is there a Garfield movie game? Let's there, make a think, 2019, I think, I think there is, 2019 yeah. Garfield movie, the game. <laughs> okay. So you're controlling Odie. You're controlling Odie? <laughs> I don't know. I'm changing no, it. you're controlling Garfield. Or why John. Would, no. <laughs> why would you want, like, why would you ever want anybody I don't know, but I'm Garfield? Joking. Okay, I, Garfield. I do, I do see, I don't actually see that much potential in the first game. In the first movie, I mean. There's but more in the second the movie. The second movie. Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties, A the Tale game. A Tale of Two Kitties, the game. Because you could do something really cool where, so Garfield, you're playing as Garfield, and then you kind of play like a parallel but different scenario mm-hmm. as the king, the royal, the royal cat. Yeah. And so after you get swapped, you're like playing these parallel levels. Like, just think of um, The World Ends With You, where you have to play two characters at the same time, but you're battling different enemies, mm-hmm. but instead you're playing two kitties at the same time. Yes. Battle, oh, okay. Battling cool. different guard puppies or something. So is there so like... So it has to be for the 3DS. So is there like a dual mechanic where like, like you're controlling both but in different situations in different cities like or wherever they i can't remember if they're in this in this both in london at the time i think they're both in london at the time yeah i think so but like i don't know i think there could be cool things where like garfield has to they don't leave with him do they no 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 they stay i think they stay in the city my knowledge of garfield a tale of two kitties is sadly sadly not where it should be yeah me neither but I think there could be co- some cool stuff where Garfield has to figure out, um, like you have to get Garfield to act like a like a prince, like get him to uh, do his princely duties as close to you. Okay, okay, as you so can. more like Heavy Rain, where you're having to like, okay, prince, polish off your rubies, and you have to like move the joystick around and around. Why is this like Heavy Rain? Well, I'm because. Just the thought of doing mundane things oh, but okay. accurately. Okay, so sure. So you're having to go through the mundane stuff of totally your life as a king, but you have to do it properly so you don't get caught. I don't know this if that happens. This game sucks. This game sucks. <laughs> next movie. Trace. Okay, the next. I, I have a couple more that I want to talk about. Um, uh, the Jungle Book, the new Jungle Book movie. I feel like that could be a good movie, just because the story itself would be. There's there's a Jungle Book mo- uh, game, isn't there? There's probably a platformer, like a. Actually, it's pretty old though. It's, it's a '60s old. movie. There might not be because it, could... it wasn't in the like Lion King era where there was tons of Disney movie games. That could be a great game. Well, okay, but we're talking about only the 2016. 
uh, Jungle Book movie because it's a Bill Murray game. We have to have Bill Murray in it. No, yeah, of course. But even that would be a great game. Yeah, yeah. Like any game where there is a giant monkey, a giant orangutan oh, boss. Dude, a giant. Yes, a King Louis so boss good. would be so First, good. First, you're fighting hordes like Dynasty Warriors. Oh, you're fighting dude. hordes of monkeys. And then the second portion, you're fighting this giant orangutan. And you know. And you, you have to get him to destroy the his own temple around him and you know what song is playing during this boss battle trace shadow of the claws no now i'm the king of the swingers yeah of course it is tired i know so good i know but just imagine and in this version it's it's so giant he's gigantopithecus right yes they made him like a prehistoric giant thing in this one so i'm imagining this boss battle trace it's going to be How does it work in the movie? What do they do to I'm get rid of him? I'm pretty sure he so Mowgli's running around the temple a whole lot. So this so we're starting and then the orangutan like punches King Louis like punches through his own So I'm making an temple. executive decision right now that we are playing as Baloo because I think that'll be more fun. Okay. Do you disagree? I just don't know how you're going to do stealth for the opening because you're trying to sneak in without any of the monkeys noticing you because he sneaks up on king louis right so you're starting it's like you're walking in and you like got uh mowgli like being kind of like weirdly caressed and like look kid like we need to we need to get the fire and it's like all that and it's you like sneaking through and like uh doing these stealth things where like monkeys like poke their heads out of things and you have to like hide behind things as this giant bear and there could be kind of a comedic element no all serious (laughs) there's no way we make this comedic okay but the comedic part of it is that it's a giant bear (laughs) trying to hide from tons of monkeys i hope that it's just like he hides behind a pole and he's clearly seen from the outside but the monkey looks at the pole and is like Oh, okay, and walks away. Yes, there could totally be that, like, kind of slapsticky, uh, like the original Jungle Book a little bit. Hey, we're just talking about one scene, though. But it's because this is the best part of the game, it's the for most, sure. It's the part that's most easily translatable and to then, a game. And then it's, eventually, you get through, like, to Mowgli as Blue, and I want to say it becomes like a on rails like uh chase sequence of Mowgli riding you uh like below <laughs> and you trying to get away from the monkeys and that's when the song is playing like okay this is I, I'm just trying to make a cool like sequence so it starts with a stealth game then it turns into a temple run and then <laughs> yeah dude yeah dude not quite like it's gonna be more there's gonna be more like movement involved than like it's i don't want to i said on rails but i let's say it's just how about it's a boss fight who cares let's make it a let's change the movie it's a boss fight you're fighting king louis let's make it like uh the giant poo in conquer's bad for a day where it's it's totally music themed and you're uh attacking king louis based on what he's singing Okay. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I think it works best if you just, if it just start. I don't know why you're so hung up on playing as Baloo. I don't think it works. 
Fine. I think you have okay, to play Mowgli. Okay, we can Mowgli. switch it to Mowgli. I know you want it because Bill Murray Bill plays Murray. Blue. But, like, who who says the most in a game? Who talks yeah, right. the most in a game? You're it's right. not your main character. It's your, it's your advice. your side character that's making all the funny quips. Your coach who trains you it's and we- teaches you how Wheatley to get... Wheatley te- in Portal 2. Who teaches you how to get the prickly pears. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And he needs to do the funny okay, quips yes. on the side. You're Mowgli, and so it first starts off, you're running away from all these monkey hordes, possibly fighting them like Dynasty Warriors. Mm-hmm. Then it turns into when they clearly aren't working... King Louis like, oh, I'm going to do this myself in his Russian accent. Mm-hmm. And then um, so he runs up to you and then it turns into Shadow of the Colossus ish. So it's not you're actually climbing on him, but the kind of idea where you're trying to outsmart the AI. OK, where you're like, oh, he's about to punch me. So, so let's get him to him punch the pillar that punch the pillar. would de- oh, destroy yes. the thing above yes, him. Yes, because you're trying to get the, the, the ceiling above to, him to, fo- to collapse. collapse on totally. Him. Yeah. totally. That's I, good. And so it would be like Shadow of the Colossus, sort So of. this could still be an on-bear segment where Mowgli is riding oh blue. Oh my goodness, you gotta give it up. He's not riding the bear that often. But he is in this sequence because he's he's running from. Uh, no, he's not. Yes, he he's is. He's in the temple. The bear and Baloo and uh, Bagheera. Is that his name? Sounds right. Baloo and Bagheera are fighting off monkeys while King Louie is chasing after Mowgli. It's like you didn't even watch the 2016 Jungle Book. We're changing Book. it, Trice. We're making it more of a game. We can't change it too much. Okay, that's The fair. fanatics will get mad at us. Okay. But True. really, that's all That's all I can think for that game. Maybe way earlier when they're trying to get the honey, there's like a contraption building segment Okay. where you're making like a puzzle and it's like, oh, like think bad rats. I think that there would also be a really cool Shere Khan boss battle oh, in the course. fire. Of course. That'd be awesome. It would be so good. Uh, it is Bagheera, by the way. Yeah, okay, good. Bagheera. Anyway, that's all I have to say about you know that what? one. You know what? That's all I got to say because, Trice, we're moving on to the real one I wanted to talk about. Osmosis Jones. See, Osmosis Jones is too easy, though. It's too easy. That's why we're going to talk about it, because we can actually get a game put together with this one. Okay. Think Bowser's Inside Story. Oh, dude. Now, I didn't... Like, yes. It, it's pretty much just Bowser's Inside Story, but think of it in Osmosis Jones. Okay. And that's it. Okay. What's the game... What's the SpongeBob game? Uh, Are you inside Plankton? What? There's a game where you're like inside of a giant from the Krusty Krab. That one. What is that game? What happens in that game? I don't know. Creature. Maybe it won't. Maybe it's not. If you're inside Plankton, it would be Creature from the Krusty Krab. But if you're inside anything else, it could be SpongeBob the movie, the game. No, it's definitely Creature. That because I I have definitely played that one. Okay, so I'm looking at what happens in this game. Uh, they journey into nine different worlds. That's not helpful. I feel like there's a sequence where you go inside a giant something. Uh, okay. Oh, no, you're in a dream world? What is this game? No, yeah. Creature from a Krusty Krab is messed up. You go into, like, a comic book world. You go into you go into everybody's dreams, don't you? 
That's right. Yeah, and then you go into Plankton's dream, and he's a giant thing. That was one of the last games I remember. I'm sure there were others after this, but it was one of the last games I remember where they made a distinctly different DS version. Oh, that's remember right. Remember when games used to That's the one I was thinking that? of. Because there would be a, a thing. Because this one was especially different because I think you don't you play as a giant plankton messing things up in the GameCube one. Uh-huh. And then in the DS one, you're like attacking giant yeah. plankton as SpongeBob in a plane. Right. And I remember being disappointed because I just wanted to be a giant destroying buildings. Mm-hmm. So Osmosis Jones, Trace. In Osmosis Jones, should yeah. we play as just Osmosis Jones or do we want to also play as the vitamin Whatever his name is. I can't remember his name, but uh, you got to play as the Let me vitamin. get the plot for Osmosis Jones up here. Osmosis Jones. Um, So, I do... I don't know if you want to play as Bill Murray. I feel like that'd be too weird. So, it'd just be cutscenes? Or, like, you can monitor what's happening on the outside, but you can't actually play. You're not playing as him. You're playing completely from the inside, trying to manage how the outside's working. No, why not have it like an action game on the inside and then like a... Like a home a, simulator? Yeah. Like a, a Sims simu- game? A Sims ga- Not a Sims game, exactly, but like like a Telltale game on the outside. And it's like... Okay, and yeah. it's like, choose between this and that. And yeah. your choices m- might affect what happens in the future. Well, they will affect what happens in the future, but more importantly, <sighs> yes. they affect what happens on the inside. Yes, and, I agree. This is good. I like this. This like, is more than just Bowser's Inside Story, I think. I feel like giving it this Telltale feel is cooler. Yeah, okay. So, Telltale game on the outside, and you go through a few sections. Oh, I think I'm going to eat carrots, eggs, pizza. Fried chicken, sushi, which one? And then depending on what you eat, the bacteria from that is what you fight next. See, but here's the, the question, though. How do you make it so that it's not just, I'm going to pick the healthy one because I know that that's going to be better for me? You didn't check. The pizza was actually all right. There was mold on the carrot that you didn't even notice, Bill Murray. I don't know if that's a real like challenge, though. I feel like there should be a... Like some sort of risk reward system where maybe you like know you should pick the carrot, but there's some benefit to picking pizza that will make you want to pick it. Okay, we make it really so. So they'll know this after like the first couple of choices because they'll probably choose one or the other, right? Mm-hmm. They'll probably try both options. So maybe the first one, it's like, oh, a cupcake and a carrot. And you choose the carrot, and it's like, oh, yay. And then he walks off, and then you go down into the world, and nothing happened. But we have amazing, amazing animation sequences whenever you choose the unhealthy thing. The pizza. (laughs) The pizza, and then it goes into, like, a weird anime sequence, and he transforms, and he's like, yes, pizza. And it's just, like, (laughs) like. You don't want to miss out on these animation sequences because they're mm-hmm. so weird and colorful and okay, just altogether more animated. Like he moves so, way more. So we're playing. We're making it so that it it feels like you're actually choosing pizza because pizza's going 
be way more fun and yeah. exciting than no, carrots. Dude, you know that carrot is just going to be an animation of him going. Mm. Good. Uh, I don't like carrots. Yeah, right. But exactly. They're, they're healthy, I guess. Yeah. But then you eat the pizza, and all of a sudden, he's like, he like goes into a dream sequence where he's like dancing with with pizza and stuff, and you just need to see that. I don't know about you. But I really enjoy cutscenes. Yeah. And if I know that a certain cutscene is like really crazy, yeah. I would always choose the weird one. Right. Rather than the one that will actually help me. So going towards the end of the game, when we're fighting the Red Death. The Red Death. Yeah. Um this is gonna be the one part of the game where you're where they coincide the Where they coincide on the, the outside and the inside. Yes. But Here's the problem. How do we make this a cool telltale like experience on the outside when Bill Murray is knocked out because he's dying? You start playing as the daughter. Okay. Cuz cuz the virus cuz the virus and Osmosis Jones are outside now, so we don't have to be in control of Bill Murray anymore. Yeah. Okay. Play as the daughter. Cool. And what is the daughter doing? Um, Can't remember. Crying. <laughs> she used to cry or walk out i don't know i'm trying to remember there's gonna be there's gonna be cool some cool way like a year ago to like have like so let's say this is a 3ds game just so we can get the dual screen thing going okay um top screen is gonna be the choices right so we can have the game the main game is played with the control stick and the buttons and And the choices Sure, uh, and the D-pad probably. Yeah, for the for the um, and you can swap it if you need if you want to use the D-pad. Um, we're just thinking of controls here because <laughs> some people want to use the D-pad for the inside the body. Um, but yeah, we can. There can be a way for like you know how in Telltale like you can make choices and yeah. the meter is is going down. And you yeah. have to select. So while you're fighting the bosses you're you're able to watch what happens on the top yeah. and like quickly make choices. You can press like maybe you can like toggle like you press select and if you press select it'll autoplay the top. Right. And if you ever see you're watching the top being played and you see a choice that's like that you need to make. Yeah, that you need to make then you quickly go in. Oh, mm-hmm. no, A. I I want option A and then quickly go back. Yeah. This is cool. This is a cool game. It's a cool game. Osmosis Jones I bet the game that was made for you on Game Boy Advance was not as cool as this. Is there a real one? I'm almost sure. I, I don't know if it's on Game out. Boy Advance, but how is Osmosis Jones not a game? There is no way. Oh my gosh, Trace. Is there? Please let there be a... Oh, I hope there's a game. Come on. Is there no game? I don't know. I can't that's find ri- one. That's ridiculous. Oh, there has to be. Like, I said that because I knew it was going to be real. If it's not real... I don't think there is, Trace. I can't find one. Oh, no. What? Ozzy and Drix? Yeah. Oh, there is a game. There it is. It's probably so bad. It's on Game Boy Advance, like I said. (laughs) A Midway game. Oh, man. Well, we got to get this, I guess. Yeah, it's just, it's exactly what I expected, though. It's just you're playing as a... Boring blank. Is that their name? Uh... Yeah, well, his name is Osmosis Jones. Mm, I didn't realize that I'm he's sure. called Ozzy. Pretty sure his name is Drix. Okay. Whoa! What's up? 
Ozzy and Drix was the TV series? There's a there TV a series. TV series? No way. What? What? In the heck? Oh my goodness. There's a that's Moses Jones TV show. Oh my goodness. Is Bill Murray in it? No, Bill There's Murray. There's no way Bill Murray is in it. it. I doubt they would even There's mention no live the outside action. anything. Oh, man. I do want to check that out, though. Okay. That's probably bad. Okay, Trice. I'm so excited. I'd like, to, I'd like to keep this idea fresh in our mind. I feel like we can make a good game eventually one day when we're yeah. in the position to make video games and also have the license to um, Osmosis Jones hey, and we get, access we to it. Bill Murray's information we to can, get him involved. We can make a game. I think it'd be very cool. Just pop up Unity and figure it out. We can figure it out. We can pull, string some wires and string some wires, huh? Yeah, we can like you know make some games. We can make it in Dreams. You know that we can make it in PlayStation. Dream. We game. could just make it in Little Big Planet too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could make some weird garbage games in that. Um, so Trice, I have one more thing I want to talk to you about. There's a surprise within this surprise topic. Wait, we're n- not going through any more movies. We're going through one more movie. Is it Scrooged? It's Groundhog Day. Because oh. Trice, I'm very happy that you brushed over the game Groundhog Day. Because the reason I brought this entire topic up is because this week, is there was Groundhog a game, a, movie? a Groundhog, Groundhog game. game. It's called Groundhog Day, like father, like son, for VR. That, and it was okay. announced. Okay, that sounds so good, though. This week. And, but the reason I didn't want to talk about it is it's so easy. I would like you to watch this trailer right now. I'm just gonna cut to once we're finished the trailer. Okay. But yeah, I just yeah. need you to watch this trailer right now. Yeah. So <laughs> here you go because I need you to check out this game. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. All right. Uh. Okay. I hope you all just stopped and just stop right now and go look up. Groundhog Day, like father, like son, for VR, the trailer, and watch it and learn what an amazing thing to exist this is, even if it's not going to be a great game. It's so not, <laughs> but I'm so happy it's being made. It's it, the look, best no, way. Okay, so it's possible that it is actually a good game. I think the idea of a repeat your day over and over game is a good idea. Well, there's so many like ways that they can make this crazy cool and then ways that they can make it kind of cool and then ways that they can make it really bad yes so think about like so it's like majora's mask Mm -hmm. where you're learning things oh this place is at that time this place opens at this time so blah 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 blah. so i have to go here and then do this and then do this and it's basically just repeating and getting through like oh i have to do this it but I'm worried that it's really going to be more like a telltale game. Right. But I don't know. The trailer didn't make it look like that except for a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I got really excited for is the thought that they could also do a sort of butterfly effect type thing. Okay. So, oh, yeah. I just said, I just talked to this girl and said, oh, your hair looks nice today. And because I said that, her house didn't burn down. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it didn't. Yeah. So like, so, oh, one of your objectives so that you can break out of the loop is you can't have that house burned down. Uh-huh. But 
you don't know what that takes. And so it's just about trying crazy different things. And you're like, okay, so who owns a house? Well, it's her. So I'll start talking to her. Mm. And then I'll see what she does throughout the day. Is she the reason that the house burns down? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I followed her throughout that entire day. Nothing happened. Okay, let's try this again. I'll loop through and I'll just be in that house the entire day and see what happens in this house. What? An arsonist breaks in. He's probably the reason that the thing caught on fire or whatever. Like, there's so many ways to make this cool and good. And there's so many ways to make it. Oh, so it's either way too easy and everything's explained to you. Or it's just a telltale game, mm-hmm. and it's just a story. I'm really interested though, because it's not a it's not a recreation of the movie. It's a no, sequel. It's a, it's the sequel. You're playing as Phil's son. Yeah, and and now you've got like uh, technology and stuff. And I don't know. I'm just looking at the trailer with no audio right now, and they're definitely. I don't know. There's like. There's just showing these weird things that are happening, like a car crashing into the house and like, yeah, that's why I think it's going to be not just a story is because of what they showed. It was like very specific events. Oh, this flower pot fell off the shelf. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, that's going to happen every single day. So you have to make sure it, it also could be it ends up being like a speed run type game. Mm. Where you're actually, you're not just figuring out as like a puzzle. Oh, I have to be here, then there, then there, then there, then there. It's actually like a speed run where you're like, yeah, I have to be there. And then half a second later, I have to catch this baby falling out of a tree. Mm. Like, so it ends up being you like sprinting through the entire world and just like quickly throwing a baseball back in this kid's glove then quickly catching this baby. Then mm-hmm. you run over and feed this homeless man soup. Then you run over and like... Yeah, like I think that'd be really cool to get to that like level where you're maximizing your day so that you can finish the game. Yeah. Like, and like, I feel like the if there's like enough exploration in the game, there can be like lots of different things that happen on different in different parts of the city. Yeah. Like finding... Um, certain things that are only accessible at w- a certain point in the day and like figuring out where to find yeah. certain things would be really cool. I can't wait. If if this game works out like it could, I wonder if it's necessary. Uh, you it's- could actually like go through the entire movie. Like it would feel like the movie. Yeah. I wonder if it's, I think it's going to be VR only, which I don't know why it like is VR helping it? Do you think VR is a good idea for the game? Um I don't think VR is a good idea for any game right now. Okay. Right now I just don't think Except for Tetris. Well, yeah, Tetris was crazy cool. I think VR's I think VR is overrated. Sure. I definitely agree with people that like it's the future of gaming. I'm absolutely like, yeah. It totally is. Like, it, it, you're trying to make an immersive, interactive experience. Of course, VR is the, like, obvious next step. But so many games are trying to be... Like, I feel like they should keep working on hardware more than anything. Because it always feels 
like one step off like oh my hand didn't move at the exact time that my hand moved in the game so it feels like something was off whereas if you're just using a controller and looking at a screen sometimes it can feel more immersive like one of the most immersive experiences ever was playing journey Mm. and like i don't think it was had anything to do with the graphics or it had anything to do with if it was in vr i don't think it would have helped i really do think that a game doesn't need vr to be immersive but if the hardware gets so there's a lot of things in vr i i just think they need to get more gimmicky with the games it's writ so trace this is interesting i just found out that the game will have multiple ranching narratives which makes sense yeah but it's also written by james siciliano of rick and morty and Joshua Rubin of Telltale. Uh, I don't want it to be a Telltale It's not a Telltale game. game. It's a VR game with a Rick and Morty writer and a Telltale game writer. And Shouldn't there only be one story then? No, because be, it'll be like um, the movie where depending on what he does in a day, he experiences a whole different kind of day and with different people. Okay, I'm okay with that, but I don't know. I'm just I'm worried that it's going to try to make like an overall story where you do it makes you do the different things. Yeah, where the worst thing it where, could do where, where, where like he goes, he like says to himself cuz every main character of a video game talks to themselves constantly and says like well, today I'm going to go to the diner first. And then it says go to the diner this time. And yeah, it's like, the worst, no, I don't want to do that. The worst thing it could be is that it like it forces you to make the decision that or, it wants you yeah, to make. It makes the decision for you, and it just goes, oh. And it like if it punishes you yeah. for just exploring and trying to f- figure things out for yourself, yeah. that's what would make this a bad game. Yeah, you should be able, if you want, to just run in one direction the entire time. Yeah. And just be like, I'm just going to see what's over there. I'm going to get out of the, the I'm gonna get, get out. out before the uh, winter storm hits. Yeah. I'm going to get out of Punxsutawney. It didn't seem like it was going to be like wintry though. Cause it, well, I guess there is snow, but it has this kind of more fallish vibe just cause of the color of it. But I think that's the color more than the, the weather. And it, just that it's a modern pew. It just, VR game. It has so much potential to be good and so much potential to be bad. Yeah. I really want this game to be good. I really want this game to be good. This game could be so good. I hope that Bill Murray says one sentence in the game. Yeah. Like a a voicemail. And he's like, hey son. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Or like there's a But here's the thing, if you watch the trailer, he's aware of the loop even yeah. before it happens. His apparently. son apparently told him. His dad. Oh uh, yeah, sorry, his dad told him. Yeah. So his dad tells him, Oh, I I'm really good at the piano and I'm yeah. also he tells really him why he's blah, so blah, successful. Blah, and I know different languages and whatever because yeah. I went spent this ten thousand what is it? It's not. No, but no, no, the no. writers have been said has said no, that no, no, he no. spent. No, he so he said that was his original thing How because long? Harold Ramis as a Buddhist 
uh, it takes 10,000 years to become enlightened. But how long was Phil stuck in Groundhog Day? He said 10 years and then he revised to more like 30 to 40 years. Original plan was supposed to be 10,000 years. Yeah. And then he said, Harold Ramis in an interview said, that's what I originally wanted. But now I'm thinking more like 10 years. And then way later said in a different interview that he revised it to more like 30 or 40 years. Makes more sense. Hmm. Yeah. What I'm looking up is that someone calculated how long you would need to be to have done everything he did, and someone is, is saying thirty-four. Is this one? Why? I don't know why this one says eight. That feels way too short. If you to me, yeah, I don't think so. I think I think Harold Ramis said thirty-four. No, said thirty to forty. That's what I'm gonna go with. Thirty to forty. It makes sense to me. It it would bring. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this website combined various time duration yeah. assumptions. And at, it said 34, right? It said, yeah, just under 34 years. Yeah. If he were to accomplish everything he did. Yeah, I was looking at this not that long ago, actually. So, yeah, this game could be cool if they really let you make decisions based on what you want to do and not based on what, what the story story's trying to tell you. It's it it's could like be so, so so cool. It has to be like that could for it to be, be good. So cool. Um, Trice, I have a question for you. If you play this game, what soup are you gonna drink while 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 playing? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's tomato soup. <laughs> tomato soup, because that's okay. what that's what he gives to the homeless guy, right? What kind of so soup does he give to the homeless guy? Let's um, see, Groundhog Day, homeless man. Soup. That's what I looked up. All scenes with the homeless man. <laughs> um, I think the, I think tomato soup. It's repetitive. It's always the same. Okay, that's good. There I like go. that. Where does he have the soup? Oh my goodness! People have been trying to perfect it for years, adding different spices and toppings and um other ganaches to try and make it's tomato, not a tomato soup, soup. Not i'm sorry to say it's not a tomato soup he's drinking trace it looks like it, is? it looks like a chicken noodle but i don't i it you know tomato yeah. soup also Whatever. very much fits the bill of what you're saying yeah i would i would do tomato soup. i'd have a tomato soup with it Man. maybe the sequel will have a tomato Man, soup this game I hope it's this good, game too. could be great and it could be terrible and it could be okay this is one of the few games. There's a lot of games out there where I'm like, "Oh, this game could be great or could be terrible." Yeah. But this one, I'm like, it could be anything. I hope it's great. Yeah. But I, I, yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh. Let's just hope. Let's just hope, man. All right, Trice. Thank you for joining me today. Yeah. This new episode of Soupbox. No problem, dog. Uh, if you've listened through this episode all the way to the end, I'm going to call out to you for a favor. I would love it if you could find our podcast on whatever service you listen to um, and give it a rating. Give it a five stars or whatever the rating system is. Give us a review uh, if you feel like it. Um, you know, give us some feedback. Let me know what you think and preferably give us a five stars so we can 
get some viewers out there. And tell us your favorite soup. Tell us your favorite soup. Tell us what Don't Bill actually. Murray game that you want to make Scrooged. one day. Scrooged. I was hoping we'd get to Scrooge. We could talk about Scrooge one day. Mm. No, we wouldn't. We'll probably never. I already had an idea summer. for doing a Christmas Carol game. Okay. Except in this game, Scrooge would fall into a toxic thing of waste, and he'd be so big and massive that none of the none of the arguments of the of the uh, ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future would sway him at all because he's like, not only am I rich. I'm as big as Godzilla. I've got so much power. Why would I give up anything? And it was a crazy idea because it would have these different segments where you'd actually have to beat him up and actually have to attack him so that he would listen to you. What in the world is so this you, idea coming pl- from? You play as a, I actually I had this idea. I thought it would be great. Why? Cuz I thought it would be a great game. So it's like a bullet hell. So you're shooting. What? Where the you, bullet hell so it's come a bullet from? hell when you're playing as the ghost of Christmas past and you're shooting at him. And then finally, <laughs> when he's so beat up, you shoot at him like your ultimate power, which is the memory of his past. And he's like kind of persuade. And then it turns into a like a fighting game because the ghost of Christmas present would also be a giant. And you could actually like fist to fist fight this guy. And then it would turn into, like, a Bayonetta section where you're, like, running up and, like, attacking different parts. Or, like, a Monster Hunter part. What in the world, Trace? Hey. (laughs) I'm just saying, Christmas Carol could be a great game. I would call it Mega Scrooge. Okay. (laughs) Sounds great. Uh, Thanks for listening. (laughs) Please rate and review and let us know what you, if you, whatever. Just uh, do something. Anyways, bye. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. We get some more soup in the kitchen.